and welcome to How, How You, you been? been, our limited edition podcast sponsored by DoorDash. Yes, DoorDash is our sole sponsor of How You Been, and we're so excited to work with them because we love ordering from DoorDash. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what that is, it is a food delivery service, an app where you can get all your local go-tos of your neighborhood or your favorite chain restaurants delivered right to your door. Speaking of, Grace, I'm going to go and order some food because I'm starving, so when we're done with this podcast, I'm ready to grub out. Great. Well, I'll introduce this episode. Today, we're talking to the one and only Todrick Hall. And not only has he achieved one of his childhood dreams of collaborating with the one and only Brandy, because Cinderella, if you didn't know, is now currently on Disney+, Plus, but also he's moved into his first home. He's designing uh, designer beds, and he's really schooling us on the way that you should efficiently handle your work world, even when uh, you're in a pandemic. So please enjoy this episode of How You Been with Todrick Hall. Hey, Memory, should we ask him? Yeah. Hey, Todrick. How you been? Ah! I've been good. I've been real good. But I'm better now that I'm with you two. Oh, oh. We are so happy to see you. I know. I was hoping you'd be in front of a display case of shoes. Oh. And I got my wish. Of course. That, I mean, you, There's no other you place look to like be. you're in a store in Beverly Hills right now. You said what? You look like you're inside of a store in Beverly Hills. This is my, I just moved into a new home during quarantine and I spent my whole life, you know, coming out of the closet and being proud of that. And now I spend (laughs) all my time in the closet again. It's just like, this is Uh, what you guys, but this time it's your choice. It's Mm -hmm. your choice. I know you look like you're in a store that would Julia Roberts, pretty woman me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That would not let you come in and make a big mistake. mistake. Um, Todrick, even though we are in a pandemic, you are the busiest seeming person I've ever seen, which is consistent with your brand. Mm -hmm. Now, we have to first and foremost talk about the biggest things happening right now. You just released a Cinderella medley with icon Brandy. Yes. What and how and uh, (laughs) Why? why? Well, I woke up like a week and a half ago on a Thursday morning. You know, I was just going to just do my thing. And uh, I got a message from my friend Lyle saying, what are we going to do about this? Or is there a party? Is there a viewing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I see the Disney Plus has announced that Cinderella, Rodgers and Hammerstein with Whitney Houston, Whoopi Goldberg, Victor Garber, all of the people that like I grew up watching since I in 1997 when I was in the sixth grade. Um, yeah. They were they were releasing it finally to Disney Plus. And this is a humongous deal to me. Like every gay that I know was like posting this all over their timeline. Um, because this that that movie changed my life. And so luckily I have a, a personal relationship with Brandy and I called her immediately and I was like, Brandy, I have never asked you for like a favor, quote unquote, in my, <laughs> my life, but it would make my dreams come true if you would do a medley mashup with me um, of Cinderella. And she was like, I would love to, but are we going to be able to get it together in time? And I said, like, yeah. you're talking to Todrick Hall, honey. <laughs> yeah. Impossible Wait, so things are happening every with, day. Like, the video with full ballroom costumes, Choreo. full choreography, you just whipped that up and threw that together last minute? 72 hours, baby. Mm-hmm. Stop it! What are we doing wrong? <laughs> Did it take us? It took us three hours to set yeah. up for this podcast right now. <laughs> I will be like, you know what? I have a goal. In seventy-two hours, I'm gonna wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing, incredible. And also, Grace and I watched it together, and there was a brief second where I was like, 
Wait, did they just somehow CGI this? Because Brandy hasn't aged a damn Mm-mm. day. Mm-mm. Crazy. I literally, this is no joke. I went to the dermatologist yesterday because I don't get those reviews from people when they see me. They're like, <laughs> oh, shut up. You look like you've been working in these Benjamin Button streets. And so I feel like, <laughs> I got to get it together. I went and got some a, mo- a moisturizer, Jesus. I was like, I got to <laughs> I got to fix it up because I'm looking very CGI'd in the opposite way. I look they're like, did you get a new old age feature or like a little oh Snapchat filter? Oh. <laughs> Does he have the old man from Up filter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gosh, yes. I'm I'm mid-30s and sometimes I wake up and I'm like, you're looking a little Bill Cosby-ish. Is that too soon? Oh, you're talking to two women who go get bestie Botox. Yeah, we do. Yeah. BB. It's oh, very oh, oh. fun. But Grace has to hold my hand. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like a child getting like a booster shot. <laughs> well, I must say, deal. not just to be flirtatious, but you are looking very preserved, both of you. You look very, very great. So thank, thank you. you. It's the gin. It's fear. <laughs> <laughs> no, that must have been incredible to actually yeah, well, like relive the movie that changed your life so much. Also, you say you have a personal relationship with Brandy. I'm curious. When was the first time you met Brandy? and did you embarrass yourself at all great this is a funny story actually and yes i did embarrass myself oh my gosh okay i'll say this fast i used to Uh, know musicals and i went to a dance studio and that we i was auditioning kids to be munchkins in the show and this girl comes in turns in her paper and it says sarah norwood on it or uh whatever and it said her mom's name it said parents name brandy norwood and i said hmm interesting what's going on and so she ended up not even being able to do the show because her life was so busy so she wasn't able to do it and then a couple of years later i had never met brandy but i was having a wizard of oz themed party and brandy had posted a video of her singing summer of the rainbow from her bathroom and i said todrick why don't you just reach out to Brandy and just ask her if she'll come sing at your party? Who do I think I am? She responded and she was very sweet, but she was like, how did you get my number? And like, (laughs) uh, like, needless to say, she did not come sing over the rainbow at my party. And I thought that was going to be like the last way that I saw her. But then I met her in like Atlanta or in Chicago. She was performing live at a gay club and I went there and I met her and we immediately hit it off. And then she did Mm -hmm. Chicago on Broadway before I went in and I got to hang out with her backstage. I flew to DC to see her at the Kennedy Center because I'm just such a humongous Brandy fan. From Moesha yeah. to her music to Cinderella, like uh, she would, it was just I've been following her career since I was a child, and like she mm-hmm. is just I actually just got off the phone with her for an hour this morning, and this Aww. video brought us together, and I just have to say, as like a huge Disney fan, this project was so magical. Like listening to her sing in my own little corner when she sang it into the microphone, being in the room with someone when they're singing is just like incredible especially a voice that you've been listening to for multiple mm-hmm. decades it was just it was one of i've done so many videos and so many magical themed videos um but this was the one that like had just like a little bit of extra pixie dust for me so it was it was oh. a bucket list thing and it's one of my wow. proudest moments my god that's so so cool and also i mean todrick you're one of those people that inspires me because like you take the risks of reaching mm-hmm. out and asking Brandy to come perform at your party. <laughs> I have no idea. And then I took it a step further and asked Whoopi Goldberg, Bernadette Peters. like Oh, you got everyone. everyone. I know. I saw Bernadette and I was, I've never used the phrase, gagged. I was gagged. <laughs> Bernadette gagged me. 
I'm, so cool. I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I did sing Brandy's part in The Boy Is Mine during the Starmount High School prom preview in 2000. But there you go. We'll get we'll get to that later. We wow. Need that footage. <laughs> if we can dig up that footage, so we oh, need it. Please. So good. Just two white girls in a one stop by town, like <laughs> just trying their damn best. Oh no. Oh, love so it. good. Um, Tadric, I have a question. Yes. You, I mean, you talk about all the, the theater and Broadway that you've done. Mm-hmm. This last year, obviously, everything's been put on hold. Everything's been shut down. How have you coped with not being able to tour yeah, and not live. being able to perform live? Like, what is your... I mean, obviously, you got distracted with moving, which is a very beautiful project to have worked on. Yeah. But being in front of an audience is a whole, like, you know... Well, it's sustenance you haven't gotten. It's it was really that part has been hard for me because on top of being in front of an audience, like I have definitely missed performing and getting to to feel the energy from an audience. But I'm a bigger fan of going to see musicals than I am of being in them. Like I love theater. I'm such Mm. a theater nerd. I go see maybe 40 or 50 shows a year. Um, Wow. Maybe not different shows, but I'll go see the same show eight times. Um, Sure. Because I just, I love being in the theater. I think that in this day and age, I'm very like anti everyone being on their phone all the time. And I just love Mm -hmm. that theater is the one field, like for the most part that hasn't been infiltrated by just like not talented TikTokers and people that yes, like, mm-hmm. very know, true. You can't do eight shows a week if you can't do eight shows a week. You can't mm-hmm. yeah. sing notes if you can't sing them live. And and so to be able to go listen to a live orchestra and turn off your phone and be invested in something is like in a storyline and in the characters and watching them perform and people who have mastered the art that didn't skip steps, but who have done their plies and mm-hmm. the ballet and worked on their acting and fine-tuned their voices. It's just, it's so incredible because it just, it's sad to say that it doesn't exist very much in the entertainment world. Everything is yeah. like oh, yeah. sorcery and special effects from people's talent to the way they look. So. Absolutely. I, it's like an escapism that we don't have now because now it's like, I can be immersed in a show and probably still have my laptop, my phone. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And it really is. You have to like block it all out. There's a lot of like ritual around mm-hmm. going to the theater that gets lost now because everyone has to be on hold. But also, like you said, I it's so impressive because there's no smoke screens really in theater that talent is talent like bar none that you no can't, auto-tune yeah you can't put filters on someone yeah you can't uh change their voice like you're gonna tell when someone's incredibly magically talented yeah, yeah. and and I, that's why i love it so much so that part has made me more sad than not performing in all honesty i was exhausted my voice was tired my body was tired so yeah it was really cool to just like get to be a normal person and to i love taking pictures with people but i like, I, like to not have to do that for a whole year has been really cool and refreshing and like made me come down to earth and get a reality check and be humbled because sometimes you can start to believe that you're Beyonce in your mind because you're surrounded by people who are always like hyping you up. And, sure. and I, this year I realized I'm not Beyonce. I'm very well, however, not. I have said did you know that Todrick Hall also has 24 hours in the day? Yeah. Like people say about Beyonce. I'm just like, yeah, I know Beyonce has 24 hours, but did you know Todrick also works by the Mayan calendar? Um, no, one of the last things that Grace and I did before quarantine and everything shut down was to go see your show. Yeah. And it was like, and it was just like, okay, if I'm going to have a live experience before I'm not going to for a year, that like filled up the tank, if you will. Mm-hmm. But one of the most impressive things I feel like I've ever seen you do is I went to go see your um, previous tour, 
the I'm blanking on the name, but the the Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, Oz one. Wizard yeah. of Oz, yeah. And all oh. of the the PA system went out, and you guys had to just kind of like keep the audience and improvise for 45 minutes. And I remember being astounded. <laughs> like I have visceral nightmares about this. And you were like, okay, you go do that dance. You. <laughs> and you just kept the audience entertained, you and your dancers and everyone for like 45 minutes while your microphones didn't work. And it was just incredible. I mean, I was nervous. I was pacing in the lobby. I was like, they, they don't serve booze. <laughs> you know? Like, and you, and it was like you were keeping me calm, which for me is the ultimate performer because yeah. all I want is to go watch something and not be nervous they're going to mess up. Yep. Yeah. And you really like took the ultimate. So I just want to give you props. I don't know if I ever told Thank you that. You. I, oh, I, I forgot like, that, that ever happened. the real deal. I forgot huh? that ever happened. So that's really <laughs> crazy that you were See, I'm, getting, I'm getting the sweats. <laughs> and the fact that you were brave enough to come back to another concert after yeah. all that anxiety was caused. <laughs> going to see my show no, it was incredible <laughs> thank oh, you so for the good. courage and braverism you know um, just doing my part <laughs> well let's talk about something else that's incredibly brave you're a homeowner now yes. wow you got a brand new place talk us through this how was this experience was this a plan that you had this year did the pandemic kind of make this more of an opportunity for you yes to do? as two women who look at zillow like it's constantly porn. like it's, like I mean, it's porn <laughs> oh like my boyfriend walks in the room and I'm like, no, I'm not watching anything. <laughs> not looking up houses in Ohio for no reason. I know. I do that. I was doing that this this quarantine. I was like, maybe if I move to Kalamazoo, Michigan, I could really well, yeah. get up. I really had Nashville on my mind for a second. Yeah. I, I feel I feel a Nashville vibe for you. I still think that you should re- I think you should visit that that uh, Zillow page frequently, just in case. We'll see. We'll Bookmark see. We'll the see. Search. Ugh, do you ever get home from a big old journey to the grocery store, gonna cook an amazing meal and realize you forgot the one ingredient that you need to finish it? Ah, well, no worries, because now DoorDash can bring those ingredients straight to you from the store. That's right. It's not just delivery from your favorite restaurants, chains, and local favorites. You can also get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now, right to your door. Ordering's easy. You open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with contactless delivery drop-off settings. They've got over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, and you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and maybe Cheesecake Factory, which I'm not even going to lie, I ordered a couple days ago from DoorDash, and it was like I was being reunited with an old friend I hadn't seen in a year. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code HHYB. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code HHYB. Do not forget that's code HHYB for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms do apply. Well, okay, so you you uh you sprouted some roots. How yeah, did so this go? not to make things too deep, but no, whenever I was when I, when all of the protests and the Black Lives Matter um, mm-hmm. things were happening last year and like May, April, May, June, I started just like 
doing research and watching documentaries. And I started realizing that a lot of like African-American people just in general across the board in America don't have uh, generational wealth. And I looked at my own family and realized that no one from my great, great, great grandparents to my parents now have ever owned a home, like no one in my family. And it made me just be like, this is crazy. I always would grow up with my friends who would be like, yeah, this is my house. And I grew up here and they have like little marks on their doors of where they grew up. And that whole concept of like growing up in a house and having a dog that and having stability is just like something that myself and a lot of people in my community just have never experienced. And so for me, when, when that happened and I was like, Typically, I would take all the money that I get and circle it back into my career and make videos and pay for myself to go on tour. And this year, I'm in a unique situation where I'm not going to be going on tour this year, probably not next year either. You know, I was saying about, you know, 2021. And I was like, Mm -hmm. this is a time where I could like take this this the money that I'm getting, save it up for the whole year and find something for me to do next year in January. And I realized that really quickly, like in March, that not, that everything was going to shut down. And so I just saved and saved and saved and saved and made deals that, um, and I was like, if I get a home, I want it to be like a dream home. I want it to be a home that I'm like so, so proud of, not just to say that yeah. I have a house to have one because I'm, I'm not a homebody, but I really like to stay at home and create. And, and I feel like I'm entering into the next level of my career. People always say like, what's next for you? And for me, if that was one of the questions you were going to ask today. Probably uh, eventually. Yes. <laughs> but I want to, I love Broadway so much that I'm like, I, I got to work with Andrew Lloyd Webber over quarantine and I was Insanity. like, Sanity. Wow. I, I, it was just so insane to sit in a room with someone playing the piano who like created Phantom of the Opera. Like it's so iconic that you feel like it just existed, you know, like it's yeah. founded in a rainforest somewhere like, oh, yeah. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a fake name. It's yeah. like when you say that, it's like, oh, Tati just collabed with Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, this is a real person that existed. It's not just a fictional character that we learned in musical theater. And when I was listening to him, I was like, this is what I want to be doing. I want to be creating a legacy. I want to write Broadway musicals Mm. and have them performed all over the world. I want to write movies and books. And I have so many ideas. And um, and so I was like, I want to create a buy a safe haven for me to be able Mm -hmm. to do all of the things that my heart like always desired, because I think a lot of things that we do as artists is like when people ask us, I was just talking to my assistant Stuart about this like two days ago. Um, when people ask us, what do we want to do? Like, what's your dream? What's your goal? Like you automatically like Photoshop your dreams and take the, mm-hmm. things that you'd be embarrassed to say out loud. Yeah. Out. yeah. And I really want to like normalize for everyone, but also specifically for myself, just being like, I want to be the gay Beyonce. I want to sell out the Staples mm-hmm. Center. I want to yeah. sell out Madison Square Garden. Cause that's what I would really want. But for so long, there's been no representation for someone who looks like me that to even say that out loud, it sounds unfathomable and you think someone's going to laugh at you on the other end. But this year during quarantine, I started just not caring if people are going to laugh at me because they've been probably laughing at me (laughs) before. And I I just, you know, I I just really don't care anymore. I'm not ashamed of my dreams and my goals. And like, I want to write only award-winning Broadway musical and I want to do it in this house. So that's what I did. That's awesome. No, I think that's amazing. I think too many people, um, like you said, normalizing like loftier goals and like just really kind of owning it because so much you, you feel like you're maybe not an artist if you're going... 
well, I want all these things where people go, well, as long as I'm creating art and it's like, no, I want to create art and make a lot of money yeah. and have premieres. And, and, and that's not a bad thing. Those right. things exist. You just need to be the next generation of it. And the imposter syndrome of it oh, all yeah. is a very real situation that happens for all of us and our brains are our best friends and our worst enemies at the same time i think it's so interesting Todrick, that like your art because you've been obsessed with wizard of oz which the and you've said this on your instagram like the core uh like theme lesson is that there's no place like home Mm -hmm. and this year you finally like you've been screaming it unconsciously in all your shows and now it feels like this year you got to really connect Mm -hmm. with that feeling and like say yes to it and now grow this like great new chapter of your life. It's so exciting. I get chills thinking about it. I for know. You. I want to see Ruby loafers in that <laughs> case behind you, sir. They're they're actually right outside my door framed. I'm actually gonna walk you over there so you can. Oh, oh yes. house tour. We get a tour. Because we get a tour. I, I feel like it's you know, some people would say it's self-absorbed to like put your costumes and stuff around your house, but mm-hmm. I'm super, super proud of this. So like, I have right. my costumes all for ah, Amazing. I love and, it. And I love it, the Ruby table. I mean, they're gorgeous. Like the thing is your costumes also are art. really beautiful. <laughs> like truly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are pieces yeah, it, of art. Every year I'm like going through like a different part of my life, like where like there, I, I am a hopeless romantic and I want to be in love and married and have kids so badly. But like, I was always so paranoid about the fact that, you know, every now and then she likes to put on a heel and a lash and, you know, like mm. live her fantasy. And I remember when I was dating, like my my longest boyfriend that I had, Jesse, who you I think you both met at some point. Maybe yeah. not you, maybe, but um, I know for sure Grace has. Um, and it was... I, I I thank him so much for being so open-minded during that time, even though that shouldn't be something you should give somebody a cookie for. But like mm. w- during that time, I was so paranoid about like anytime I did anything that was gay or too girly or too, yeah. you know, feminine by society yeah. standards, I'd be like, you cannot watch this. You have to leave the room. Like, and I, we would be in fights and I'd be dressed up as Cinderella and I'd be like, get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> to be your neighbor. Oh, to be your neighbor. To be my neighbor. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, would, be, I would be full on Wait. just that like gift of the eagle from the Muppets. I, I know. Wait, have the neighbors, uh, how are the neighbors actually? The neighbors are great. I'm a good person to live with because even though like I bought a house that everyone comes and is like, you're going to throw the best parties. I'm not really a partier. I don't mm-hmm. drink. I just started drinking since I got into this house. I had my first glass of wine. Like wow. a month Padre. and a half ago. Um, You're becoming the housewife you've always maybe didn't know you should be. Oh, yes. <laughs> Padre, we're going to have a little just champagne class <laughs> just to see what you want. Just tasting, just a tasting. If I'm going to learn how to like professionally drink uh, alcohol, I think that Mamrie, you are the perfect professor for me. God uh, bless. You're in a safe space. If there was a Mamrie. union for drinking that you would be in. <laughs> dues paid. To be the president, for sure. I have to ask this, even though it's like we're talking about life and goals. Mm-hmm. And how did the Louis Vuitton bed come to be? Oh, we see gosh. it in the corner. You Instagrammed it. You full on your bed is a king size Louis Vuitton purse, essentially. Well, it's an entire Louis Vuitton store Display. showroom. It's incredible. Like I've been to the places that you have like rented before that you didn't own, and they felt like I was entering into this fantasy world. Like right. your decor. I like, you know, little quirky things here and there, but you had taken it to this level that 
inspired and amazed me. <laughs> and so now that you're in like your any own home candidates for boyfriendness, like they would always come and be like, um, I like you, but the Pee Wee Herman streets have got to go. Like it's <gasps> too much. But I have a Pee Wee Herman painting in my kitchen, love. <laughs> I mean, I adore him, but like, this okay. is opulent. This bed, th was this like a plan or was this presented to you? Did you come up with this? No, I very much so presented this to myself and- <laughs> <laughs> I would expect and nothing less. I love it. I am just the king of being extra. You know, like I, I, I love like fancy things. Like, like I, I love just, I don't, feel that I am bougie, like, but I do like love like a, a nice like Louis or Gucci bag. Sure. And I almost like at a, at a certain point, I was like, Todrick, you're not using these. Like when you go on vacations and stuff, you only can take one of these bags. You're not using them, but I almost just like collect them and like put them on display. So then mm -hmm. I was like, well, if that's what I'm going to do and I'm, I'm not going to wear them, then I should find like a really nice way to display these. And so um, I designed this bed with um, with Marco Marco, who makes my costumes. And I, I was like, Amazing. I want it to be a huge case with a sign that says I woke up like this. So shout out <laughs> to Beyonce. And I wanted to have everything like it's ev everything I ever needed, like because I'm always like getting these like nasty like cock ring circles on the side of my bed from like the the drinks or whatever and i'm like yeah. okay i need a cup holder okay i need a place where i can put my lube so that in the event that yeah. a gentleman caller should come oh my god he's prepared I mean, no one likes that moment where you have to get up uh, what is the no. age range for this show Oh no, you're fine. You're I, fine. I have We're, a little slot in my bed frame where I can reach for the magic wand. Yeah. Like I got it set. I know it. Yeah. But like now <laughs> that you've designed this, I think a possible future endeavor for oh. you could be making beds, like fantasy beds. I'm just saying. I love it. No, it's it's because you spend, you know, in theory, a half or a third of your life in this bed. Right. Mainly, you probably spend more time in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like... <laughs> And How I just feel you. like if you're going to spend that much time, it should be like an oasis. And, I, and so my bed, yeah. my bed vibrates. It like lifts the, the, the wow. They put out oh, an article. So I saw like one of the, you know, like the gay blogs put out an article about my bed and people were like, that is such a tacky bed. And I'm like, well, bitch, guess what? You don't They're have jealous. to sleep in it. And they were like, that looks like on top of being tacky, it's super uncomfortable. And I just have to say to those haters, my bed is so comfortable like I am I'm sleeping like I've never slept before and I'm yes. so glad that I listened to Oprah or Beyonce or whoever I heard it from when they were like when you get a home invest in a nice bed because yeah, it's absolutely. changed the way I sleep it's changed my energy everything that's great advice and when you come out with your own line yeah I think the the tagline should be Todrick gives good headboard I love that there you go See, this has needed to happen for a long time I'm See, feeling ins inspirado. I feel like the universe can't handle the collaborations that could come from you two working together. <laughs> you write the songs, I'll write the book. We're headed to Broadway 2023. Okay, Break we're going to wrap coming. it up with a fun little game. Yes. Grace, would you like to explain it? She came up with it and it's killing me. We came up with a, a, a fun little game based on your interests. Okay. This game is called, we're going to uh, say a name and then basically you have to guess if it's a lesser known Disney character or a more common antidepressant. Okay. So. <laughs> Let's do it. So, so yeah, it's either a Disney character or an antidepressant. And we'll see, because you love Disney so much, we're gonna check and see if you can tell the difference. Are there okay. any C all of the above? 
No, there are not, but great question. Okay, there's six of them. Okay. And our first one, Todrick, bonus points if you can name details about the antidepressant or the film. We don't know the details about the antidepressant. This is just a Google search. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This name is Tontor. Tontor. That sounds like a, a Disney character, but I don't know what they would be from. But that does not sound like an antidepressant. Okay, and correct. Correct. Wow. Tantor is the, the hypochondriac red elephant from Tarzan. Oh, wow. Well, good. Yeah. Okay. Great. Nice, nice, nice. You got the hang of it. Cutie. Next one, Selexa. Selexa. That definitely sounds like an antidepressant for sure. Correct. He's too correct. good. He's too good. Thank you. Third, Pascal. Pascal, that sounds like a, a Disney character from, I don't know, The Jungle Book or something. I have no idea. Rapunzel's pet chameleon entangled. There you go. Ah, he's three for three. Hey, I love it. Turn up. <laughs> um, Pristique. That also sounds like a. That sounds like that would be an antidepressant. Is it a character? No, no, you're it's so an good. You're so good. Yes, Crushing it at this game. Okay, and or if that sounded like a, an antidepressant or RuPaul's Drag Race character. Yes, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Okay, two more. Lavox. Lavox. That also sounds like an antidepressant for some reason. I don't know why. Is that an antidepressant? Because it is an antidepressant. <laughs> I was gonna be like, it's the mouse from. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the thief this mouse. This is the yeah. fox and the hounds cousin from yes, across exactly. the tracks. Love ox. And then one more, Figaro. Figaro. That sounds like something that you put on genital warts to me, but maybe <laughs> it's an, is that an antidepressant as well? <gasps> it's the cat from Pinocchio. We got Wait, no! it's Figaro. Oh I might have pronounced it differently. <laughs> I think it's Figaro for sure. <laughs> well, but you know, Figaro, Figaro, tomato, <laughs> tomato, tomato, potato. You know, um, yeah, that great. You job. guys are wrong on that one, but I will let you have that. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Let thank us have we know Figaro. <laughs> this is the only thing we've worked on in quarantine. So let us have this <laughs> so game. Have it. Okay. Figaro. Hold on. Okay, oh Todrick, we have to ask you the question that you've kind of already answered. What is coming up for you? Are you doing more like stay in your home, nest, like create from there? Are there plans eventually for more? I mean, you just released your house party three. Yes. Congratulations. Small Thank thing. you so Good much. Enough another incredible feat so what's what what are the future plans for you if there are any and it's also cool if there are none no and there are future plans personal house party yeah did you say you're having your own personal i own this house party yes well i do want to have a house party for my birthday so i'm hoping that things are safe enough by april 4th you will be both getting an invite so i hope you're in town and you're not doing no crazy shit mamory so that you don't come so that you're safe because there will be a no swab test Okay. I'm correct. Maybe I get is, tested yeah, more than I get rested. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
No, I'm gonna have a a, a, a party, uh, a housewarming party, April fourth. If it's you know like if I won't be canceled for doing it, I'm hoping and praying in the next month and a half things like clear up a little bit, and mm-hmm. we're gonna have COVID testing outside. So I hope that you both can make it. Um, cool. I like I said, I have really great ideas for a book, a movie, a TV show, and a musical, and so I'm just going okay. to start working on those things simultaneously, so that when the world opens back up, I'll have something to present and. Um, yes. Yeah, and I and I have a, a bunch of new music coming out this year. So I've I've been writing a lot of albums and I'm shooting music videos. So this year is going to be, dare I say, even gayer than the last year when I was oh, so excited. I need it. Can't yeah. see I can't wait to see what you cook up. It feels like that moment in Project Runway where the designers go home and work on their collection. Yeah. And then they're like, check out all this shit I made. So with no distractions. Yeah. I'm from so the comfort pumped. of my own home. Well, thank you so much for making time for yes. us. We know you are the world's busiest man and there's only 24 hours, but exactly. we I love you and adore you and, and can't wait to see what you come up with. As always, where can people find you and listen to the music and everything that's going on if they don't already know? I don't know any other Todricks, so just spell it right. T-O-D-R-I-C-K. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, um, uh, YouTube, and I'm now a TikToker, which I'm very proud of. Yes, you, oh, we are. Know. Oh, yes that, you are. We need a whole other podcast for that because these two grandmas. I need a tutorial. A tutorial. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to Noah Beck. I know he's probably 14 years old, but he just is so beautiful to me. So I just started following him on TikTok. And he said, I said, you know what? If I'm going to be here anyway, might as well yeah. contribute. Might as well upload a little something. There you go. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm I'm on TikTok now and I'm having so much fun doing it. It's been really, really nice. cool and really fun. We should do a TikTok together when we see each other in person. Yeah. So many plans. So many plans. Well, thank you, Todrick. We love you. I yes. love you, ladies. Thank you for making time. Good luck living in the most gorgeous, glamorous house I've ever seen. Thank Please. you. I can't wait to see y'all. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Wow. Well, wasn't that a beautiful catch up with the one and only Todrick Hall? He is incredible. Speaking of incredible, our food, which just got delivered by DoorDash, smells tasty. So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. We'll see you guys next week on another episode of How, How You, you Been. been. Thank you.